Hey, what's good, what's good, what's good, what's good, what's good? It's your host doing the most, Billy D. What's up with y'all, man? What's up with y'all? How's everybody doing out there? Man, I pray everybody's having a great week. I pray everybody's taking care of their priorities. I pray everybody's taking care of their kids. I pray everybody's on their purpose, man. I love you guys. Love y'all so much, man. Thank y'all for tuning in to my episodes, man. Thank you for listening to my show. I know you probably like, man, Billy, why the hell are you so emotional? I'll be honest, man. I got a son. You know, I think I think once I had my son, I became a lot more emotional. Not in a bad way either. I feel like I feel like in a in a good way. It's like I kind of understand why dads cry when their kids is born. Like I understand why a, a, a father can look at his son or his daughter and just start crying and realize, damn, man, I really had a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, man, look at my look at my babies, man. Like these, these kids don't even understand how much I'm proud of them. They don't even know. They ain't even they ain't even do nothing crazy yet in the world, man. They just growing and loving it and loving their life. I mean, I guess they did do something crazy in the world in my eyes. I mean, they was born it was with joy and happiness and they just good kids are just good people, man. When you have a innocent kid and a good kid that just that you take care of and you love and you, and you see that he's a he shows the same in return to other kids and other people. He just a good person, man. It's nothing better than that, man. I just thought I'd say that real quick. You know, I shout out to my son, Turkey, man. Shout out to my son, Turkey. So let's get to business. Let's get the business off. All right, the, the topic of the day I wanted to talk to you guys about is your network is your net worth. As we all know, your network determines your net worth. Whoever you hang with, usually going to term, determine your income. I'm just being real. You ever heard that saying, if if you hang around 10 broke people, you bound to be the 11th broke person? <laughs> I used to grow up and be like, damn, why couldn't I just be one of those friends in the circle to motivate those other 10 broke people? Why couldn't I have 10 broke friends that I motivate to get to the money? Well, it's pretty simple. If they was they they will they don't need me to motivate them. And I realized I had to I had to take a humble pill, you know, a humble pill to realize who am I to motivate 10 broke people? What value can I bring to 10 broke people to get them to listen to me? Now, I can bring the value to you. I can tell you all about, you know, your network is your your net worth. I can tell you about, you know, the benefits of networking. I can tell you anything you want to know about networking. But the thing is, will you listen? And a lot and and 10 broke people probably ain't going to listen if you're just talking. 10 broke people that the reason why they broke is they don't listen to nobody. I'm going to be honest with you. If they if if you got 10 friends right now that's broke is cuz they don't listen to no damn body. And you about to be the the next person they don't listen to and if you keep hanging with them, you're going to be broke like them. And that's the same thing about your network. If you hang around people with money and you want to bring value to that circle, you're going to get money. And you're gonna get money the right way. You ain't gonna, you're gonna get money the 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 cool, calm, and collective way. And that's the way you want to make money. You know, you you want to be the person that makes money, but still low key. You don't want people knowing your every move. And I know I'm kind of branch. I'm and right now I'm kind of branching off a little bit because I wrote down five things I want you guys to um 
I guess write down or just remember, if you don't want to write down, you could just remember this. To be honest, you could play back this episode millions of times. I'm I'm giving it away for free. So but the reason why I say what I say is, is you got to take networking serious. You really do. Um, it's, it's nothing to play with. Networking is is free. So that's the best thing about it. It just all it takes is effort and time. That's what networking is, effort and time and seeking out like minded people or or even people that's doing better than you. And you learn from them and maybe they become your, your, your mentor. You know, just a little couple pointers there, guys. Just something to think about, jot down. But I wrote down five things that I feel like you you need to definitely use, utilize when you're networking. The first the first um, rule of networking that I always say is ask questions. Ask questions. When you're networking, you're going to meet people from different walks of life, different professions, People doing better than you, people doing worse than you, people on the same level as you. I always ask questions. I ask about their life. I ask about things that they do during the day. I ask about how they schedule their week. I ask about how long they've been in the business of networking or however long they've been in their field. I usually ask how long they've been in their actual job field. It gives me a better identity of who they are and Maybe if I can add value to them, I offer it. If they can, if they can offer value to me, I also listen. And if the money is right and their price is right, I probably listen to it. And if they're gonna do it for free, even better. Who's gonna turn down free? Who's gonna turn down free advice and free, uh, free? Um, I guess you would call it. Uh, I call it just yeah, free advice. Or somebody just helping you out in their free time. Like, you got people who would take time out of their day to make sure that you succeed or at least have the right tools and the right information to succeed. You know, you just want to ask questions. You want to seek out information. You always want to seek out information. You you, you know, they say uh, a closed mouth don't get fed. Well, that works in networking and that works in any job field. Um or, you know, if you're in college and you're in a sorority or fraternity, you got to ask questions. You got to seek answers. I don't care if your friends clown you for, for, for asking a lot of questions. The, that's going to be the most knowledgeable person in the room is the one who asks this question. He's probably the most powerful person in the room is the one who asks his questions and gets clarity on certain things. Because you got to get clarity on certain things. Sometimes, you know, people be telling you so much information that it'll go over your head and you didn't get clarity on that information. And it comes back to bite you in the end to where you think you never heard that before. But you've, you've actually heard this information before, but it went in one ear and out the other. So you always want to ask questions, take down notes, things of that nature, guys. Now, the next thing I always say to, after you ask questions or if you're not going to ask questions if you're not gonna answer, if you're not gonna ask questions, guys, do your research. Do do the research, guys. Like I said, if you're not gonna, if you're not going to, if you're not going to ask questions, and you're not gonna seek out information, do the research. Cause whatever field of study you're getting in, you want to make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. It's like this, guys. When I joined the Navy, I'll give you a, a, a small little story, guys. If you listen to my podcast, you probably already heard the story. 
But I give you guys a story when I was coming out of high school and I was hell bent on being in the military. From age 16, 17, I was hell bent on being in the military. You know? And it was at that point, I, you know, I didn't do my research. I didn't do my, my just do, to be honest, guys. I, I looked at it like my stepdad was in the Navy. Um, my sister joined the Navy. She was doing good in the service. I think my sister was, my sister did 14 years in the service. So I'm looking at my older sister join. I'm looking at my older brother join. I'm looking at my stepbrother. He was older than my sister. I think he joined right after my sister. So it was my sister, my stepbrother, and my brother. So I'm looking at everybody, and I'm like, damn, well, they seem to be happy. They they getting paid for what they do. They, you know, they make the step. I'm going to make the step. Well, guess what the problem was with that, guys? I didn't do no research. I didn't research what my potential job could be. I didn't research the actual benefits that come with the military i didn't research the bullshit that comes with the service i didn't research anything guys all i did was go to my recruiter with my mom and my daddy and signed up i signed the papers and whatever my recruiter wanted to tell me that's what he told me and and thank god i had a good recruiter i'll be honest with you if billy d didn't have a good recruiter i would have been screwed i give listen shout out to my recruiter Rainy H. Uh, I, I don't know where his. I know he was an E6. I think he was a machinist mate. I think that was his job. He was a machinist mate. He worked on the ship mechanics, but he was an E6. And man, did he keep it real? He kept it funky and he kept it honest. He literally, I mean, I know he. It was his job to get me in the service, but I he that motherfucker did not fail me because he could have had me sign some bullshit ass job and went into the Navy and just did whatever. And he would have got the commission off of me and I would have been it. But he literally told me, I'm not going to let you get into the service until you get the job that you want. I'm not going to have you go home to your parents with the job that you don't want. I'm not going to do that. He told me and my mom and my dad that he looked us straight in the face and said, I'm going to get your son the job he want. That's my job. So salute to my salute to Rainey, man. Salute to uh, machinist mate. E6 rain, rainy, man. I, I love you, man. I, if, if you ever listen to this podcast, none but love, brother. Salute to you. But yeah, I didn't do my research, though, guys. And that hurt me. That, 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 that hurt me because not only did I not do my research, I was 18 years old. So imagine an 18-year-old kid, fresh out of high school, immature, goofy, uh, clueless and and is making a decision based off of um, I made a decision based off of fear. I made a rush decision. I rushed my decision. I didn't weigh my options and I can't even be mad at my mom because, yeah, my mom wanted me to join the service. She wanted the best for me. But even my mom came to me at one point and she said, you know, you could go to college. You don't have to go to the service. You can go to college, but you, but you, but I, you can't bullshit now. If you're gonna go to college, you ain't no dropping out, ain't no bullshitting in college. You know you got to keep them grades up if you're gonna stay home. Salute to my mom. Salute to my mom on that, man. Cause and my dad, because they they ain't with the bullshit. They love me. I'm they everything. 
But my parents to tell it funky. They're gonna tell it, they're gonna tell it like it is. They ain't gonna they ain't gonna sugarcoat shit. So my parents said, Yo ass can go to college. Your ass ain't gonna be bullshitting, oversleeping, failing tests, failing out of college, and getting a bunch of girls pregnant and bringing home a bunch of babies. Oh no, that ain't going on. That uh, my ass would have got put out real quick, guys. Real quick. I'd have I'd have learned to be a man that day. You know? But yeah, guys, always do your research. If you don't, more than likely, your decision's gonna come back to bite you in your ass. Especially when it comes to a rush decision like joining the military or joining a or joining a, a job that you know you don't want to do that could potentially hurt you in the end, guys. Like becoming a truck driver, even though you want to be a music producer, just shit like that, guys. Always do your research. Third thing, deal with like-minded people. You want to deal with like-minded people, guys. Like I said in early in the episode, if you deal with ten broke people, you're bound to be the eleventh. That's the truest thing I ever heard, guys. That's it. Don't get no more true than that. It's that's the truth, damn it. Just like Paul Pierce nickname. You ever watch Paul Pierce play basketball? They used to call him the truth. And that's the truth, damn it. You you want to you hang around broke people, you're going to be running with them. You have to be one of those people to say, hey, guys, I love y'all. Y'all my boys. But if y'all don't get y'all shit together, I can't hang with you. I need a friend like that in my life. I need somebody in my life that says, Billy, I love you, we family, but you ain't on your shit, and I can't hang around you if you're not on your shit. Now, if you want to get on your grind and you want to get on your shit, you more than welcome to give me a call. I come over here and and I come over here flying, willing to help you. That those are the people that you need in your life. Those are real friends. Those are real people who care about you. The person that won't he love you so much he won't even hang around you. Because he won't he won't stand up for your bullshit. He won't tolerate your bullshit. I'm telling you guys, that motherfucker will save your life. That friend will save your life. The friend that says, you know what? I got nothing but love for you, big dog, but you know you're on that bullshit. I have to distance myself I have to distance myself from you. I know y'all gonna laugh at me when y'all hear distance, but I gotta distance myself from your ass because you ain't up to nothing. And you wanna and you wanna hang around people that's that you can learn from when I say like-minded people, because we don't know everything as humans. And there's, there's certain people, there's certain things that people know that we're not going to know. And, I, and that's why I feel like God exists, because he'll put people in your life that can teach you things that you need to know. The things that you're looking for, he'll put that person in your face, he or she, for you to learn from. It's like, it's it's amazing how you... I'm looking to learn something or I'm looking for a new job or I'm looking for a, a, a new car. Or I'm looking for just anything, a new adventure, a new business venture. And all of a sudden I pray on it. I pray on it. And, and the next week or the next day, I'm presented with that opportunity that I've been looking for. It's not a coincidence. It's, it's you know, some people call it manifestation. I'll be honest with you. I don't believe in manifestation. I believe God will manifest it for you. Yeah, I believe he can manifest it, but I don't believe humans can manifest. I don't, guys. I believe you 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 are blessed. And I think that's more important than manifesting it. You know, when you manifest something, that's you got to put work into that shit, man. You got to you got to put um 
all your energy and your and your and your vibes and your you know you got to call out to the universe, man, the hell with that. I'm not calling out to no universe. I'm calling out to God. God is the universe. And he, he didn't done things for me that I, I can't even explain guys. And mind you, the things he done for me, I played no part in it, zero part in it. All I had to do was accept the blessing. That's all I had to do was accept the blessing. I ain't manifest nothing. I sat there and prayed on it and, and, and it came. And when it came, I was so damn surprised. I knew damn well it wasn't a manifestation. I was like, oh, I didn't think, you know, when I just got my, you know, like right now I'm working in a security job, 60 hours a week. This job was presented to me out of nowhere. All I did was pray on it. And I said, God, all I need is 60 hours, 60 to 70 hours. That's all I need. And I'll make it work. And that'll be enough money to invest and enough money for me to get my life together. And. God blessed me with that. And now I'm realizing that, hey, not only did God bless me with that, he's letting me know that you need more than 60, 70 hours a week to get to where you're going. And that's fine because I'm here. You need me. You don't need that 60, 70 hours, really. You need me. Now, I'm going to give you that 60, 70 hours because you're going to benefit from that. But I'm a, who knows what I'm going to do for you? That's the thing about God. He moves in mysterious ways. I could be working 60 hours a week and then my, I can get offered a job to where I only got to work 20 hours a week and I'm getting paid double what I'm getting paid now. It happens. That's what happens in life, guys. So you just got to be prayed up and you got to keep your you got to keep your, your 10 toes down on this pavement and you got to be on the grind, baby, because you don't know what God can do for you. God is something else. Ain't no, ain't no weapon formed against you shall prosper when it come to God. Best believe it. I'm going to keep it. I, I'm not even trying to preach to you like a preacher. I'm not a preacher, but I am somebody who's seen it for what it is. I've seen the truth, guys. I know what the truth is. This is the truth, guys. So just, 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 you know, let that marinate, guys. Let that marinate. Last, but I mean, um, the next thing, guys, it's not always who you know. I mean, it's not always what you know, it's who you know. Let me say that again. It's not always what you know, it's who you know. Guys, that's the most, that's the realest thing I can tell you guys. Hold on, I got to burp a little bit. Hold on, okay, good. Sometimes it's who you know. Sometimes you, like, let's say, you know, you, you drive for Uber. I'll give you an example. I drove for Uber. You'll be surprised who I network with. While doing Uber, you was you'd be surprised who I connected with while doing Uber. It's all it's not always what you know it's who, you know, the people that I'm that I've dealt with doing Uber or, or networking in, in the city of Los Angeles, Hollywood, Santa Monica. The people I was able to connect with these people right now are doing amazing things and they willing to help me. They willing to work with me damn near for free. You know, because they see what I'm doing. They see my hunger. They see my passion. And they know I'm coming from a good place. I'm not coming from a place of, of freeloading and wanting to get over on people. I'm coming from a place of I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to apply the knowledge that I've learned. And I'm willing to do it the right way, the legal way. You know, I'm not trying to face time behind bars, okay? I'm not trying to be caught up in the booty house. That's what I call prison and jail time for everybody that want to know. That is the booty house. And I'm not talking about uh, booty. I'm not talking that booty that you're going to enjoy. I'm talking about nothing but male booty. 
nothing but you you thinking you 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 think prison and, and jail is supposed to be glorious and something that you're supposed to brag about no it ain't it ain't that guys i never even been to jail in prison but just the stories that i heard lets me know ain't no way in hell i'm gonna try to put myself in a position to get caught up in the booty house and if i do get caught up in that situation i pray god get me up out of that situation i just pray god never get me in that situation i don't want to be in the booty house I pray that God look over my dumb ass and keep me going straight. So it's not always what you know is who you know. The person that you know, guys, you can have a friend today and he could own his own security company. And you looking for a job and you tell him, man, I'm looking for a job, man. I'm trying to get on my feet. And he'd be like, man, I got my own security company, man. You come work for me. Now, some people in the world would be like, man, I'm not about to work for you. You my friend. Why would I want to work for my own friend? Those are idiots, guys. That's an idiot. Cause I tell you what, if I ain't got no money coming in, unemployed, bills need to be paid, and I got a friend that owns a security company and he wants to offer me a job, you best believe I'm taking that shit. I don't give a damn if my friend is the boss. I don't give a fuck. Long as you don't talk to me like a, you know, long as you don't disrespect me or, t- you know, talk to me like some boy or some shit like that. Long as you respect me as a man. I'll work for you. I'll bust my ass for you. I'll do overtime for you. I'll promote your company. I'll wear your hoodies, your hats. I will promote your your service on my radio show. I will support your business on my on my podcast. I do everything I can to make your 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 business go next level. I will bring you money. I make sure you, I I I go so damn hard. You be like, damn man. Uh, what you want me to do? You'd be like, damn, man, do you want to run the company? You'll sit there and try to make me president of the damn company. You'd be like, damn, man, ain't nothing for me to do. You done did all the goddamn work. Yeah, got, yeah, and I'd be like, and, and you know what I would say? I would say, yeah, you, do you, do you remember when I was broke and asked out and you offered me this job? Yeah, I would, I, I, this is me returning the favor. This is me, this is me showing my appreciation and my gratitude and me being grateful. This is what I'm going to do for you. This is what I do. Free of charge. You ain't got to thank me for it. Just sit back and watch me work. That's all you got to do. Just give me full reins. Give me full control. Let Billy D be Billy D. You ain't even got to thank me. Just you, you already, you already, so you already gave me the, you already threw me the rock. You already threw me the alley-oop. Let me slam duck it, guys. So it's not always what you know, it's who you know. Always respect the people in your network. You never know, man. They can give you a job, man. You just never know. It's 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 good to just have people in high places. It really is, guys. It, it, people in high places can get you in the VIP of a club. They can get you. They can save you money on your travel because as entrepreneurs and people who network, you know you're gonna have to travel. You know you're gonna have to get out there and rub shoulders with people's and and or rub elbows with people. You just gotta be. You you, you gotta communicate with people. Communication is big in networking, guys. And it's and it's a lot of times it's who you know, not what you know, guys. I'll probably elaborate more on that. Um, and a, and a couple episodes in the future, but I just thought I'd give you guys a little something, something on that. Now, the last one, your network can open doors that you thought would be closed to you. Now that's kind of similar to, it's not always what you know is who you know, but your network, like I said, can open doors for you that you never thought was open. You know, skills that you learned from hanging around people in your network can get you can probably get you the job of your dreams or can get you the business of your dreams guys just hanging around people who's who's 
knowledgeable, people with a skill, people who could teach you a skill, whether it's a mental skill, whether it's an actual physical skill, like, you know, construction or, um, you know, sanitation, which is like, you know, garbage man, um, a, a maid, uh, anything, a butler. You'd be surprised what a butler can make, guys. Like I said, you'd be surprised what butlers make. Yeah, they dress up weird and they serve rich people, but a butler get paid, guys. And I want to say damn near six figures. I want to say a good butler get probably like gets probably get like six figures, guys. So just just be cognizant of that, that your network can open doors that you never would have thought existed. You know, a job that you go apply for and you tell them about the, the your network. You'd be like, yeah, I network for a living. These are some of the people in my network. And then let's say your boss sees the people in your network and he starts to go through your LinkedIn or he goes to your contact list. And he's like, wait a minute, you know this person? This is my brother-in-law. You'd be like, what? <laughs> You're like, it's your brother-in-law. He's like, yeah, it's my brother-in-law. He's like, you know what? Matter of fact, instead of you applying for this job, matter of fact, we're going to skip this interview process. You good people. You know my, you know my brother-in-law. You associate with him. I, 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 I'm, if, if he vouched for you, I'm a vouch for you. That's happened before guys where a motherfucker was in an interview and they was like, yeah, you know, I started networking with this person. I started, you know, my mentor is this person. They'd be like, who is your mentor? He's like, you know, my mentor is Eric Jacobs. You'd be like, Eric Jacobs, man, Eric Jacob is my cousin. He, he's the reason why I got this position. He's the reason why I'm in this position. I learned from him. He's my, he's pretty much my damn mentor. You'd be like, man, really? You'd be like, oh man, it's a small world. And then that person would be like, man, you know what, man? The hell with the interview process, man. We going we just going to pass you along. This is, I'm giving you your job offer. This is your orientation schedule. What, what is this something that you would like? You damn right. <laughs> you damn right. Yeah. Shit. You ain't got to tell me twice. You going to offer me the job? Oh yeah. I need it. That is what your network can do for you guys. It can skip the whole interview process. It can skip all the bullshit questions. And they're not even bullshit questions. These are questions that to help the employer know what they hiring, who they hiring. It's just letting the employer kind of get an idea of the type of person that they want or the type of person that will be working in their company. And if you ask them certain questions, you can kind of see mannerisms and how they answer the question and kind of to see if you want that person to be a part of your team. You know, you get to see the person's appearance. You get to see how they act around other people. You get to see how they dress, their appearance, their upkeep, things of that nature, guys. You just always want to, you know, understand that your network can open doors that you never thought existed. So just be careful how you treat people, man. Treat people the right way. You never know who can help you, guys. You just, it's a weird, it's a, the truth is changing in fiction, man. You never know, man. The person that you robbed today could be your boss tomorrow, man. You just never know, man. Don't try to live the right way. Karma is, oh, man, karma is no joke, man. Don't play with her. Karma is a female that you don't want to play with, guys. So those are the five things that I feel is important when networking. And I'm going to go over them again right quick. I'm going to jot them down. And if you... and you know, feel free to listen to this episode again. Feel free to play this thing back. But here's are the five things. Ask questions. Do your research. Deal with like-minded people. Not always what you know is who you know. And last but not least, your network can open doors that you thought would be closed. All right, guys. This is your host doing the most, Billy D. I'm about to sign off on this thing. Of course, I'm going to be bringing you guys more episodes and more heat. 
I love y'all, man. Please be safe out there, guys. Please be safe out there. Take care of your family, man. Watch out for your kids. Watch out for your loved ones, man. Stay strong. Stay healthy. I love y'all, man. Y'all, thank you for tuning in to my episodes, man. Y'all don't even understand how much I, I love you guys, man. You know, a lot of people who do podcasts, they want money and they want advertisements. And don't get me wrong. I want those things, too. You know what I'm saying? I want to get sponsorships. I want to be able to, you know, become a brand ambassador for companies that love my podcast and I love their products. So the feelings is mutual and things of that nature. I, I want to be, you know, I want to feel like I'm everybody's big brother or everybody's uncle. I, I, I want the support. I want the I want the fan base, guys. I do. But most importantly, the love, man, the love outweighs all of that, man. The, just the appreciation that you guys give to my podcast, man. I don't even, I'm hopeless. I'm speechless, man. I got over 10,000 views with my, with my podcast th- through organic, um, through organic marketing. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I only write an ad one time, I think once or twice. But other than that, I've got my fan base and my people who love me. I just got, I've gotten that through organic, uh, organic marketing guys just posting every day instagram posting on different apps posting my links trying to engage with my friends and my family it's just it's a it's a journey man it's a journey but it's your host doing the most billy d let's get it